love it. And then there's the one person that's like, you know, like this, this album's for freaking turds, you know, like, like it just stays with you for the rest yeah. of the day. So, um, but so far, yeah, it's a I, good move to ignore it. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, I, I pay attention and I, I just like anybody, I appreciate, you know, a, a, a genuine accolade if somebody's got it. But, uh, you know, other, other than not really going out of my way to, to see if anybody hated it, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, the reception's been, uh, the reception's been really good, really, really positive. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of old fans are very happy. We've made some new ones. Um, you know, and our, and our friends, friends and family have been super supportive of it too. And, you know, cause there's always the, obviously within your families and whatnot, there's always going to be, you know, not every uncle you have is going to be a big death metal fan kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but you know, yeah. So are you, uh, you like a married man, kids, stuff like that. Um, I, you know, I have a girlfriend. We've been together for almost three years now, and I'm currently walking our our fur baby dog named Thor. Cause she's uh, oh. she, yeah, she's uh, she's something else. <laughs> and uh, what kind of dog is Thor? Thor is a uh, purebred mutt. <laughs> nice. Nah, she, well, that's uh, always a way to go, man. Just snag one up. Yeah, yeah. She's a rescue. She's uh, my 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 girlfriend's had her for about seven years. She's about seven years old, and we've been together for almost three. Uh, but, yeah, this morning uh, when my, my girlfriend was on her way to work early this morning, she's a nurse. She's an RN, so she was up and at him at about five thirty six o'clock today. And I let her out in the backyard, and she started going nuts because I thought that she saw, like, a squirrel or a possum or something like that. You know, because she, yeah. she gets all bird dogs. And, uh, she, yeah, she runs up to the fence and barks and makes a lot of noise, but whatever. It's nothing she's never done. She, she hasn't done before. Um, and then, uh, the sun came up and I saw that a big, huge eight foot fence panel in our backyard had just, uh, been knocked down because it's, uh, it was, yeah, it was, uh, we've been having some issues with that. So she, I believe she, I believe she went buck buck wild and oh shit like like some like a human did it oh i mean almost it looks like it could have but i think it's just the fact that the the fence is so old and it was at because we had some issues with it a while back where we had to tend to it uh and uh and we rent this place so uh we contacted the homeowner and the, the landlord or whatever and they came out and kind of fixed it you know they 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 brought out a couple uh panels and then they just put them up they didn't really like put a whole lot into the infrastructure of it so to speak so uh-huh. um yeah this uh this this piece which is like the oldest looking piece that we had on there is the piece that finally the you know the dog the dog that finally broke the camel's back you know <laughs> yeah. the fence came down and the, and the house directly behind us is like kind of the it all up and, and nobody lives there and there there's it's just weird because you could tell there was a fire in the house because the the, vi- oh, yeah. the vinyl on the outside is like hanging down and it looks all melted and stuff and there's like a tv back there with a first generation playstation or a second <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really it's really bizarre i kind of kind of went kind of went exploring into the backyard a little bit just to make sure 
there was an, uh, I had yeah, maybe it was the ghost of Crash Bandicoot trying to sneak through your fence. What's that? Oh, maybe it was the ghost of Crash Bandicoot trying to sneak through your fence. It could be. That's actually. I like What's that I like, PlayStation I like, One. I like. That, I like that reference. Give <laughs> uh, me. Hold on one second. I got a a dog that is not on a leash trying to sniff my dog's butt, and my dog's kind of going. You're gonna have to give it the boot, dude. Yeah. So, anyways, I think we we passed it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, just it's been a good day. I went to work for a bit and. And uh, just got home from that, and I'm taking her for a walk right now so she can uh, exercise the demons, so to speak. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I already started recording, so we can, no, you know, just keep, we can just keep talking. Uh, so yeah, you, yeah, uh, it's, it's just, the, this is just the real life of just, you know, just, uh, just, a, just a death metal vocalist, man. This is my, this, <laughs> yeah, is just, yeah. this is real life, man. It's not all. Not all Tampa, Florida, you know, walking dogs. You know, it's not all graveyards and sacrifice altars, man. Like, <laughs> did you see that? Uh, speaking of real life, did you see that a uh, Vice noisy documentary on obituary that came out like last year? I did not actually. I didn't even know that they did one on uh, on obituary. It kind of surprises me. I've seen a shitload of those things. That's crazy. Yeah, it was kind of low key, but you know they put that newer album out, and then they put out one of those four part ones all about them. But they're they're still like doing drywall and shit in Florida. <laughs> yeah, man, yo, those dudes, man, those dudes keep it fucking real, man. Um, I, I've known some of those dudes for quite like on a personal, like friendly level for quite a while. You know, we all we all know each other. We all get along. Um, what the hell? Oh, yeah, I would imagine oh, living oh, there. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I don't know why I have an alarm going right now. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, they, you know that's it's, that's the reality, though, man. Like that's you know, it's not the way it used to be, and and they're still putting out records, man, and they still go on tour, and they still, you know, deliver the goods, man. If you go see Obituary now, you know, like you're gonna get a powerful. You know, you're going to get a really powerful show, man, and that's no BS. Like, a lot of those those legacy bands, uh, you know, not all of them can maintain the fire, you know? Yeah, uh, no, Obituary is still doing it. They're not uh, doing a reunion, get-back-together-for-cash type of package at all. They're still no, as hard they, as ever. Yeah, I mean, they look the same. <laughs> yeah. And you they, watch, like, a, a 1990s live video, it, it looks the same today. Yeah, man, they're still doing Celtic Frost covers, and they're still... You know, John Tardy still got the the mic stand and his hair hanging in front of his face. Is like, you know, camo shorts and a long sleeve shirt on. It's it's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> Let's talk about John Tardy's shoes. That dude has forever been a proponent of the Nike Air Monarch. I think that he should. Yeah. Bring, I think that's a good style for death metal, man. That high white sock, yep. <laughs> dad shoe. It's a good look. Well, before it was a dad shoe, it was uh, you know. <laughs> it was the, the yeah. He's I guess he is an authentic. He just kept that culture moving along. He had the original time frame of having it. And just yeah, man. It. It's like you know, before, and he does look the same. Like, <laughs> well, before you know, before it was the you know the death metal dad shoe. It was the you know he was a lazy teenager who just put on high tops and didn't bother to 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 tie him or anything. You know, <laughs> certainly the way I wore. Yeah, man, that was the thrash look. <laughs> white sneakers. The high top. I need the ankle support. It's like you're not even tired of them, man. Like, <laughs> you know, it's totally you know plays into the whole like death metal, thrash metal, and then crosses over into hip hop and you know all that kind of stuff. So 
there's pl- there's plenty of yeah. di- pl- plenty of culture crossover with uh, with that shoe and and no and no one t- and no one tied them if they had velcro straps they were always undone you know maybe 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 yeah, you got to keep them loose man you got to keep them loose just in case you know what maybe, i mean you got to kick those boys off maybe 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 we just uh cracked the case on a on a, the 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 similarities between hip hop and death metal fashion <laughs> yeah man the uh i don't know why my brain just went blank but what's the uh obituary out world demise yeah world demise man there's a little john tardy rapping on world demise i see that you know that's on into the 90s there and into the you know into the you know post uh, the 80s were already over and stuff like that and they're definitely on roadrunner yeah. records at the time so <sighs> yeah that never worked out for anybody did you ever hear of anyone having no. a great experience with mm. roadrunner overall um i mean you know any any of those bands that kind of came on you know during that whole uh i don't know what to call it you know the whole good top bad top you know thing that happened you know like you know kill switch, yeah. kill switch has obviously had a really you know awesome, amazing career out of that but you know they've been doing that since they they started they day one you know i think a lot of people saw what they were doing and heard what they were doing and you know, it was like, oh, there's the formula for success, you know, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, tried to copy that and I feel like failed miserably. And then there, you know, there's some that, uh, some that, you know, made, you know, they made careers out of it, you know, and then, you know, and kudos to them for being able to do that. But obviously, you know, obituary. Well, yeah, they, you know, they, they should have paid Pete Steele a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I agree with that. You know, they probably, they probably should have paid a lot, a lot of people a lot more. And, yeah, and that includes like sure. guys in obituary and, and stuff like that, you know, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'm trying to think like there's, it's so weird right now. Cause I just realized that that band, uh, I, I'm not mistaken. That band turnstile, they just put out a new, album and i believe they're on roadrunner records at this point I is think. it i knew it was i thought it might have been metal blade i knew it was something uh but yeah, yeah. dude they were on the cover of spin how fucking yeah. wild is and that dude, that uh, I, dude, <laughs> it's crazy man like and I, i've seen that band you know and i'm, I'm a hardcore kid man I, I was into hardcore before i was into death metal and i you know i've always yeah I've me always, too man i've For always sure. loved it and you know that's a band that i've never i don't hate that band and i've, ne- I've never I don't know. It's kind of pol- like polarizing it a little, a little bit because I've seen that band. I've heard their records, and it's like, that's, yeah, that's cool, man. You know, I'm 38, man. I remember the '90s. I was there in the '90s going to shows. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, hearing that kind of hardcore for the first time, maybe now with like better, I don't know if you want to call it musicianship or whatever, because or maybe it's the production value. You know, that bouncy, like almost hip hoppy kind of. Yeah. You know metallic hardcore pre-metalcore i don't know what you what, it, it was really bizarre i went to this fest uh to actually see that band harm's way um because I, I really yeah. i really like that band a lot actually and I, I went, man shout out to harm's way i just yeah we just did an interview um yeah. like last month uh they're real cool guys man yeah um, that, that new, but yeah hard man that dude, new one rips yeah that 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 new record is like it's fucking awesome dude i'm <laughs> like all right. Like the last one I wasn't, I was kind of hoping for them to go a little more down that God flesh road that I thought they were going to go down, you know, yeah. I was like kind of thinking like, man, this band's about to be like the, 
the brutal or like the heavy ass metal core version of Godflesh or just how repetitive their riffs were and the whole industrial vibe they had going on. And it kind of was, but it was just kind of like, I don't know, kind of veered off in a direction I didn't think it would. And it was cool, but this record is, uh, is brutal. But yeah, yeah, that new turn. Yeah, it slaps, man. They did it right. Yeah, that new, uh, that new turnstile, man. I, I kind of on a whim put it on. I was listening to something else driving. Um, and it was like, oh, you might also like turnstile. I was like, oh, they got a new record out. Well, you know, it's, it's Spotify, you know, why not? Let me check it out. And I yep. found myself and I had worked, uh, had worked the night before so i was coming home as my girlfriend was leaving so it was like a saturday morning like it's like 7 a.m you know i've been up all night working and stuff and um i listened to the whole record front to back and i'm just sitting there kind of having my mind blown a little bit like it's just so off the wall and like quirky and like all the little extra dynamics they have in there with like just this the clean vocals a little bit and just the way I don't know. It's weird, man. It's, it's, I, I need to listen to it again, but I'm just sitting there just kind of like, wow, I never thought that this band would blow my mind, but they're, you know, they're kind of, <laughs> kind of, you know, taking the mantle of, of Kurt Cobain's shotgun right now. And my brains are flying out of the <laughs> back of my head. Like, I, and oh I, no, dude. <laughs> and it's like, even saying it now, I'm like, yeah, I just, I, you know, especially once you see a band, it's like, that's cool, man. That's not probably not anything I'd ever, like buy or listen to you know yeah but i i, I don't i think that's the whole thing with turnstile right now is that live show man they go off yeah the fans dude. go off yeah. and they they really i mean they captured that energy you know and i they're you know they're having a good moment man and it's it's cool for everybody because it's not often that you're gonna see a fucking hardcore band on the cover of spin no dude, i mean that, they're they're basically doing bad brains and but the bad brain you know yeah. they were never on spin so it, it's a good look i think for everybody and I, I say this all the time that the more that you can put out your own media and make it easily accessible, the, the more, you know, either traditional or extreme things will get. And, and in, in some ways, traditional is extreme because for a casual fan of music to see turnstile, to see a live turnstile show, like, could you imagine them opening up for like, what like Godsmack or some goofy shit, which is I'm I mean, sure their trajectory. I, I, honestly, I would I would see that they would probably, given the you know given the cultures, I think they're trying to pinpoint with like a band like that putting them on the cover of Spin magazine, which is crazy. It was in a way not surprising because the day and age we live in now, like though like music like that is far more accessible. And, and and widely listened to by you know people like say actors and actresses and stuff like that um right. but it still wasn't the band i thought i'd see on the, <laughs> the cover of yeah no band man band. yeah it, it it was just out of nowhere too because uh yeah i mean that's like a they're beyond where pitchfork would just fuck your career yeah. but you know yeah. pitch pitchfork took a shit on that album and they well, do that man i hate of course they do. You're that, talking that's, to- that's their job, man. Like that's what Pitchfork is there to do. Pitchfork is, you know, and I'm not saying Pitchfork and things like Pitchfork and Noisy and all that. Like they, they're they're good, and, and I will, and I and I'm definitely, you know, gonna, you know, I'm gonna go and watch that obituary Noisy uh, doc that they did. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I do enjoy the stuff that they do in that regard. It's like kind of an opinion. It's, I don't know. It's like a 50, especially with Pitchfork. It's like, 
it's just like any review, man. It's like Rotten Tomatoes with movies where it's like, you know, it's almost like, sure. oh, did they give it a bad review? Then it's probably good. You know, it's like it's that kind of thing now to where it's like, okay, man, like, is this like a genuine review or did they like, yeah, or did they right. set man, out to shit on this record before they even yeah. let the needle drop on it, you know? Yeah, my, my beef with especially Pitchfork is that they will, some of their writers will intentionally shit on a band and they uh you remember ceremony oh yeah i love that band dude they, they straight up ruined ceremony's career because you know, when ceremony came out they were like a power oh, violence band oh dude those, and then they made dude, that crossover yeah dude it's, Go ahead. it's fucking it's it's awesome like i i love i prefer the hardcore ceremony don't get me wrong like roner park is like it, it's it, it, that is a fantastic hardcore band hardcore punk band man um, and they yeah. still, and they still play those songs live. They keep putting out post punk records, but they'll play and they still they still play those hardcore songs, which is a kind of a testament right. to themselves. But dude, I mean, those dude, those fucks like their style change, man. Sometimes bands just have to do that, you know. It's just a it's a natural progression, yeah. and we don't all have well, to make ceremony the journey with them, you know. But I, I respect it, and I like yeah. I like those. It's, it's it's not like it's even bad. You know, it's it's not my favorite music that they've made, but it's definitely not bad. And especially for yeah, no, it's good post punk. Like, I think somebody like Pitchfork is like, I mean, how many records that sound exact almost? I don't want to say exactly like that, but how many post punk like synth wave or you know dream pop yeah. records did you give like a not ten out of ten review to? You know how many exactly? How many, well, know, here's what happened is that the dude so all right so basic i'll i'll be quick and we'll move on to your i mean i like talking to you you like hardcore i used to like hardcore and then i got into death metal but i think about this all the time with reviews so ceremony they got signed to uh i think it was like side one dummy one of those bigger punk labels that puts out you know pop punk post punk and they had their big debut coming out on that as opposed to you know they were on like bridge nine before and so they come out on this label because they're playing this type of music it's like their second post punk album and this guy from pitchfork who is like the post-punk guy oh. he does those type of reviews he's like their guy for that just takes a shit on the record and they lost i mean they lost they lost money i mean he ruined what they were doing they they only put out that one album with that label like the label didn't promote it after that you know it was at that time i think it was like 2010 so Pitchfork was like the Damn. main thing, which now it's not that big of a deal. But it's like if you want to play festivals, you just get greenlit by Pitchfork, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna play yeah. huge festivals. You're gonna get put on better tour packages when you're that type of band, and just for no reason. Like you could tell that it wasn't a genuine review. The guy is just a post punk guy, and he was pissed off because, and then. The internet came for that dude because his band sucks. And so they found like links to his band and posted and ceremony is way better. <laughs> it's just a bitter ass dude that was basically calling ceremony posers Man, at being a post punk band. That's so lame. It's like, dude, it's like, I mean, dude, the name of their band is ceremony. And I'm pretty sure that's named after freaking, uh, the, uh, the new order song. Ceremony. If I'm not, if I'm getting that correct, I, I believe it's New York. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're for sure. You right, know, yeah. like it's it's. They, I mean, they kind of wore. I mean, if you just looked at, you know, and unfortunately, I've never been able to see the band live. Um, 
well, you know, it's like, I mean, look at, look at the, the guitar player with like, you know, wearing like women's clothes and the, and the lipstick and having that total like death rock look, you know? And I'm not saying like yep. he started doing that to be post-punk. It's like every time I've seen a picture of the band, that's kind of what that dude looked like. So when they, when they started playing post-punk, it, it did not surprise me in the slightest really that's like, Oh, okay. They're okay. They're, they're, do, they're being one of those bands that like survived a stylistic change kind of thing, you know, like Cat- yeah. Catatonia did that man. Like Catatonia for sure. You know, was like, we always, Hey, speaking yeah. of Catatonia, didn't you record at the same studio for this new album? Uh, no, no, no. We, uh, we actually, um, we recorded, uh, with our, our drummer and guitarist are, uh, have a studio called smoke and mirrors. And uh, they're both engineers and producers, and they they recorded it um, at the oh, okay. at, 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 at our uh, drummer and his wife's house. Is where the studio is at oh. the moment. So we did the whole record there, um, but we shipped it to Sweden uh, to be uh, mixed with uh, David Castillo uh, at Ghost oh. Studios, and he he's he's recorded Bloodbath, Catatonia, Oka, yeah, and uh, and a bunch okay. of other stuff too. So. That's well, that's a, badass, man. That was definitely, yeah, that was definitely a selling point because um, <clears throat> as far as brutality goes right out of the rip, when you look at, like, Bloodbath is, like, one of the, you know, it's like, oh, what is he recorded? Okay, that's going to be one of the first names that pops up because, you know, being a super group and whatnot. So I'm like, oh, okay, all right, well, he can handle heavy. All right, he's recorded Opeth. He can also handle handle heavy. Uh, and, and, and Catatonia as well as heavy, but in a different way. So it's like, okay, well, the dynamics are there. And then the rest of his resume, and it's like, okay, okay, I feel pretty good about it. He did, uh, he mixed a single for us last, last year, and, uh, it came out great. It came out really fantastic. So it was kind of a, a no brainer just to have him do the record. Um, and he definitely, he definitely nailed it. <laughs> Cause, yeah. I listened to the whole thing all the way through last night to get ready for it. It's a banger, man. It's a good album. Great you, melodic man. death metal. I hope that's not a slight to what you know no. you're doing, but that no, that's the genre just, I would. Yeah, just as long as you don't call it mellow death. That's yeah. That's, <laughs> you don't you know, like the brief. I just no. It's just it's just I don't know, man. It, it's I get I get it's it's the point is to simplify the term to say it faster, you know to. uh to uh, you know, <laughs> to the, for, if you're into the whole brevity thing, uh, <laughs> but it's like uh, you know, it's it just it just I don't know. I think it takes the wind out of its sails when you say it like that. It's like, oh man, yeah, they're like mellow death, man. It's like, yeah, oh, I get you. Is it, me- it is, is death metal. Death, yeah. yeah, is the mellow death <laughs> section album section right next to the freaking screamo section? You know, it's like, that's also <laughs> yeah, a, another term for a style of music that just like oh that just sounds so like like soft you know what i mean like it's just right there's nothing better so i, I prefer much prefer um melodic death i mean that's what we are you know that's what we've wanted to be the entire time that we've you know been in this band and doing this band the whole basis was you know uh mutual love for carcass and at the gates and you know, Swedish death metal in general, like the, the band Edge of Sanity is, is actually pretty much responsible for the entire creation of the band. And that's more obviously on the straight up, like first, second wave Swedish death metal tip. Um, right, yeah. But that, but that band definitely, uh, 
did some insane stuff with like make you know crim- you have you ever heard edge of sanity they, they, yeah of course man okay cool they, they definitely seem to be a little unsung i've definitely run into people who have like oh no i've never heard of them like oh my god you're so like yeah, quit being a fucking dork and get your yeah, life together. <laughs> or you listen to the Black Dolly Murder? <laughs> you fucking yeah, go, go get, back. Go go get you know go get yourself a freaking go get yourself a copy of freaking Crimson and the Spectral Sorrows just to start, and you're 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 good for a little bit. You know, I mean, just the fact that I found out about that band because they're like, oh yeah, there's a Swedish death metal band that made an album that's one song and it's forty minutes long, and I was on a road trip at the time and. I was just like, like oh, I have to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I was blown away. Then they did a part two years later. But regardless of all that, like our former guitar player Patrick and I, you know, we're we're in in some some kind of hardcore metalcore bands here in Tampa, um, <clears throat> doing whatever you know, and just kind of like moving past that musically and becoming more metallic, you know, metallically inclined. And I don't know if that's even a, a phrase, but maybe it is now. Uh, but you know, just yeah, uh, coins right here. You know, coins right here, right now, dog. <laughs> um, but you know, just like listening to more metal and be like, ah, oh, man, I kind of want to. I really want to be in a metal band or a death metal band or whatever. Kind of like a real metal band, not a hardcore or metal infused hardcore band. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just you know what we had been doing up to that point, and uh, somehow, somehow we're you know we were at a show or we're out, outside of a club. Or a little venue and we we're in the street just kind of talking amongst friends and one of us I think I mentioned something about I, I either said Edge of Sanity or Dan Swano the lead singer's name and yeah. he he yeah that's what it was I said his name and he turned to me and he's like because I think I might have been talking about Dan Swano put out a, a solo album where he played everything called Moon Tower and it's like if Rush was a death metal band kind of um, yeah, it's like there's no blast beats or double bass, really. It's all keyboard heavy, like per- progressive. Like, if you listen to it, you know what I mean. It's like, it's not crazy, insane technical like Rush, but there's definitely right. like some just weird time signatures and just, re- just, it's just progressive. And, but it's all like him with his death metal vocals over top. It's, it's really fantastic record. I'm going to take a look. I'm going to check yeah, it out. Yeah, it's, it's on Black Mark. Um, it's so it's such a bizarre album, man. But it's like it's it's amazing. It's one of my favorites. Uh, but he was like, "Did you just say you know? Did you just say Dan Swano?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Like Edge of Sanity, Dan Swano." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's one of my favorite bands. He's like, "Oh, I didn't know you were into, into death metal. I just thought you were a shitty hardcore kid." <laughs> 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 it was like that's like, that's always that's always the story I still tell fondly. I always have. Um, despite, you know, Pat not being in the band anymore, it's definitely, uh, <laughs> it's a very charming story. It's like, oh shit, I guess uh, you're kind of right. But, uh, now man, I want to be in a band that sounds like Carcass. <laughs> yeah, man, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I heard of him just, I just had a, you know, dorked out on Swedish death metal for a while. I had like yeah. a year run where I listened to Dismember every oh. day, all day. Dude. And then, I you know. Well, I saw that you had, uh, you had, uh, that was one of your episodes. I was like, that's, that's a perfect fan for, uh, what the, what <laughs> the genre of podcast this is right now. Like, that's actually totally <laughs> that and mortician, like perfect, like <laughs> perfect subject material right there. 
But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all we listen to, man. Is Mortician, it's yeah, like twenty four seven. I can't like, stop. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. People are making me. People are making meme Mortician memes now. It's uh, oh, I got yeah. a feeling that. I mean, I know they're coming back to play shows again, but uh, man, uh, the the co-host of the show was telling me that uh, Will got arrested in Poland for strong arm robbing people in a house with a shotgun. You know, I mean, any, <laughs> anything's possible, man. Maybe you know. Why would I just he, imagine that fucker why, kicking the door open. <laughs> well, that's, I want to, I, now I want to, I'm going to have to search this story out on the internet because, you know, uh, in, in lieu of like no one's secrets can be held anymore. Uh, we see, yeah, it's we, out we, there. I mean, he saw it. <laughs> but it's like, why was he doing, it's like, you know, he's not, not unless he lives in Poland now because I thought that dude was from New York. But it's like yeah, no, they, like on tour, like out, like on, out of cash, needed a re up and f- fucking kicked the door open with a shotgun and fucking robbed a family yeah, or some shit. That's that's pretty brutal, man. <laughs> I mean, if you look at that dude, you can tell that he's got a streak of strong arm robbery. I mean, yeah. you know I mean, you know, there's, I mean, you know, there's something I I feel personally, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, there's something to be said. There's a certain uh certain visual visceral visual aesthetic put put out by you know just kind of like a freaking you know you know he's like he's not like a huge shit brick house but you know it looks like he's probably been in in a few fist fights in his life man he's lifting some weights you know what i mean he's doing a little bit of working out he's lifting something he's a fucking sick whore freak you know what i mean he's squatting you know obviously he you know he doesn't have any t-shirts but he does have the leather vest that he just i got a feeling when he goes to the gym they just like you know he gets on that last rep and they just play a sample from halloween or some shit (laughs) push him through (laughs) yeah you know when you think about it like that maybe that's you know anything i said anything's possible it's not that surprising (laughs) you know where it's like he's like you know what i've lived a hardcore fucking life in new york and i'm in poland now so Someone's giving me a shotgun. He's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know down. what the fuck's going on? I'm out of fucking money. I want some fucking pierogies. I'm going to kick this fucking door open and get these fucking pierogies, all right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, so, uh, you know, I just want to make sure we get all the details of this album because it's, it's really good, man. And, uh, you know, we don't, we're like pretty selective with the, inter- we're not an interview podcast. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen, but we're, we do, we cover true crimes, conspiracy theories, and then we compare yeah. those two death metal songs. But every once in a while, we'll get a PR person slide a band that we've known about or been into across our desk, and we'll absolutely go out of our way just to make sure we can help promote the product yeah. that we like. Well, so, well, we we appreciate that a lot, actually, and and I'm actually uh, um, I'm actually a fan of uh, I'll say a, re- a recent fan. You know, true crime has always intrigued me, but I. I kind of started delving into the podcast thing maybe a couple of years ago and started out with, it started out with, uh, uh, turned out a punk, um, with a dude from fucked up. Uh, his yeah, podcast, Damien, that's a good Damien. podcast, man. And he's um, cool too. So yeah, I just respect. listened to the, the Jack black one today. It was fucking crazy. Um, but, uh, which is insane. It's like, wow, you just had that guy on your fucking podcast. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that, um, the, uh, what's the other, uh, oh, uh, last podcast on the left. That's kind of like that shit is hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we like to think of ourselves like I think of podcasts. Last podcast on the left is like rock radio for at, this type of genre, and well, I think at, of us as yeah. you know the death metal of this at, genre. Yeah, at, at that, at this, especially at this point, because I, I got into that way way later. Because I'm like, oh, let me see what else they got, and I'm like, holy shit, they've been doing this podcast for a fucking long time. So I'm playing. Yeah, like eight years, dude. Eight fucking years. Holy shit. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, they they might have they might have stolen a couple episodes from us, but who's to say? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, well, man, they're, they're definitely into the into the true crime stuff. So when uh, when they when he hit me up with this, uh, I, you know, obviously I delved in like, oh, what's this podcast? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's Metal Dick. So I was like, all right, that's fun. that's a funny name. And then I saw what it was about, and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, it's a double double entendre. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, man, Ace Ventura. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate it, man. No, it's it's definitely, and it goes right hand in hand with death metal, man. You know, there's a there's a lot been a lot of death metal songs written about uh, about quote unquote true crime. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's a run along. It's a, we're having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, so the most important thing here is to make sure. Everyone listening can go and purchase your album. We got a lot of vinyl heads, so if you could yes. direct us where to pick up the vinyl at, um, you can just go right to M Series, uh, M Series Audios, the label that puts uh, a, a gift for the obsessed. Um, and uh, you can just go to their their website, um, or you can go on Amazon. It's a, it's available. Um, it's available there. The easy, e- I believe that's the easiest way to get it. As far as if you want the physical CD or the uh, or the vinyl, which is uh, which came out really cool. Um, I called it the uh, <laughs> the Eye of Sauron, red and black haze oh, because nice. it's. Uh, I, I was uh, I was kind of envisioning something a little different with the vinyl, um, but it came out really, really, really cool. So you know, it's life is full of magical, happy surprises. But yeah, uh, just mtheoryaudio uh, dot com. Okay. Uh, you, you can either either that or or find them on. Uh, uh, find them on uh, Facebook. Uh, we, we've definitely posted the link on our personal and on the band one. If you go to the our Instagram profile and just click on the on the profile, the link is in the bio. Uh, yeah, cool. Right then and there. Perfect. So that's actually probably the easiest. Just find us on Instagram or Facebook. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you get a little bit more of a take from that than going through Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it's I mean, it's about it's roughly the same price. Like my girlfriend pre-ordered the album from the uh you know from the link and then it came the other day uh from amazon and i have to be honest with you that was like the, the best packaging for shipping wise that i've ever seen a record come in because the record itself came in like one of those like really pro um like 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 specifically made for mailing records mailers you know like it's built right yeah. for that but that was It's like the square box. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's got the flaps on the inside, and that's like extra, just, you know, it's extra for something like that. Like Mondo and Death Waltz, those, those labels, they use those a lot, but they, uh, and Death Wish, I believe. Um, <clears throat> but they, uh, they put that in one of their boxes with like the little air bubble things and then tape that mm. up. So it was like. All right. It was like a box and a half inside a box, and I was like, "Oh, there's no fucking this record up, shit." <laughs> yeah, that's important, man. That's important because uh, you don't want to get your sleeve scuffed or any sketchy no, shit happen to yeah, the vinyl you collect. I've gotten way too many records out of the box 
right off the press from the label with like, you know, you could tell that the cover is just like a little too small and it just has that little, you could tell the top of the vinyl just like kind of cut through the, uh, the spine at the top or on the side or something like that. Like, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like, I remember I got that, mo- that Celtic Frost monotheist reissue, the 10 year anniversary reissue. Man, what a hard record. Oh, dude, people hate on that record so hard. And it's like, you're, you're man, fuck those dorks. You are, <laughs> that shit is hard. You are really seriously like missing out. Like that is obviously the precursor to, uh, to Trypticon. You know, you listen to Trypticon and you listen yes. to that. It's like, okay, yeah. that, I'm seeing where you're going. I like here. them both. I, I do too. I, I do too. I, uh, took me a little bit a little bit longer to like Trypticon, but, but once, uh, you know, once I, once I put my guard down a little bit and was like, you know, cause I wrote that, I wrote Monotheist off, man. I was like, Oh, this is Celtic Frost trying to cash in on a reunion. Fuck that reunion. You know, I was just, you know, any reunion, <laughs> yeah. like, fuck all reunions. Yeah, and, man. And, I mean, they, that's... and they toured and I didn't even, I didn't go see them cause I just didn't care at the time. I was like, screw that. It's going to suck. And I looked, I saw the video for uh, dying God coming into human flesh and I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, that's so weird and heavy. And I got the Yeah, record. it's hard, man. When that, man, that fucking breakdown, that's all you do is you just take some dork that hates on that record and just sit down and put it right before that breakdown. And, you know, don't tell them what yep. it is, no advance warning, and let that hit them. And then you can't say shit. And now you're a fan of the album. Absolutely, man. Like that, that is a really fantastic record. Um, so when they, when they, when they popped out that, uh, that reissue, I was like on it. I was like, fuck yeah. And I got it and I got a colored vinyl. Um, I picked what my, I picked the, uh, the, I think the white was my, they had a picture disc, that black, and they had something really rare, I think. And the white was just, you know, it was obtainable and it matched the record. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'll go with that. And I get it. And it's a double LP. And one of the, you know, that's why I prefer for just labels to just leave the records on the outside. You know, they're in sleeves anyway. Just, just, you know, just leave them on the outside and put it in the sleeve separately. That's the way any record collector is going to keep their records, you know, because it just, it doesn't fuck up the sleeve and it doesn't hurt anything. It's all in the same place anyways. But yeah, the spine was split a little bit. And uh, actually one of the records, I don't know if you have any records that do this, but there is a, you could tell there is a, like a little teeny little, splotch of like black there's like a little black like splatter on it but it's so faint like it's not you know it, you think there's actually smudge on the record but then you look and it's like oh, okay there's probably just like a little yeah. bit of black left over or something like that um maybe they did a splatter or something i can't remember but there's just like this little piece um and sometimes uh where the colors are in the record you can actually get some type of warping i don't know what it's called but it's like where it's where the two separate colors kind of separate a little bit. So, but if you right, look at yeah. the, if you look at the record where that is, cause I put it on and it started skipping. And if you look, it skips right where that little black splotch is because it like kind of dips a little bit, mm. which is kind of a bummer. So I had to like adjust the weight on my, on my needle. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah. Long, long story short, vinyl's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can order, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you get it protected from Amazon. But yeah, so you know, I implore everybody. The Absence is a, a very solid band. I'm sure you've heard of them. You guys, I mean, I mean, you guys popped off. You had a big moment for, you know, a minute, and then 
Now you're back again. You're going to tour off this? You got any dates coming up or anything? Uh, we're working some details out right now. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely going to be doing some uh, some touring off this and, and getting over to Europe finally and and uh, and South America and, then, and, and you know, and then some. Um, and we'll definitely be hitting the States hard. Uh, that would make a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, the first step was getting this record out. Uh, this Friday will be the first week. We're very excited to see what we did. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said earlier, the, the reception's been great. People are still, you know, to- like, as they say, t- total support, you know, and it, it, it's really, uh, it's just, it's humbling. It's a very humbling and, and amazing experience because this is, a one of the hardest records of the, the hardest record I've probably ever had to put out, but the most satisfying. And I think everybody can say that. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely very excited that people are receiving it so well, you know? Well, Jamie, that's fucking awesome, man. Like I said, I loved it. I know all of our listeners will love it too. Uh, I'm going to let you go here, man. Great to hear from you. Keep in touch. When, when you get some tour dates popped up, we'll definitely share. Maybe we can, cross paths out there the album is a gift for the obsessed we're talking to jamie from the absence thanks again man and uh good luck with that dude and again yeah i hope we i hope we can cross paths when you guys tour the states yeah man yeah we'll de- we'll definitely link up when uh when we make our way out there for sure and if you're ever in tampa man if you're if you're ever in the area for whatever reason feel free to to hit me up and you know you're you know we can uh we can hang out and and, and i'll show you around Sure, on the scary graveyards of Tampa, Florida. <laughs> oh yeah, man! Actually, just take me to uh, obituaries job site, and I'll be stoked. You know, we we could we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, good to hear from you, Jamie. Dude, I hope you have a great week, and uh, I hope that record keeps fucking kicking hard on the sales. Right on, man. I appreciate it, and and, and a great and a great um, uh, excuse me, and a great amount of luck to you as well with the, with the podcast and stuff, man. It's it's super cool. So. Very, very much supported. You can guarantee that we'll be uh, blasting you out on, on the sites and stuff like that. So, Awesome, dude. Thank you. I'll send you a link to this uh, ASAP, man, okay? Cool. Cool. Really appreciate it, man. All right, Jamie. Talk to you later, man. Bye. Thank you.